I'm Kate Daniels. Suicide has become an epidemic. Suicide attempts have increased and more tragically with younger kids, even those as young as 10. And we know it's another tragedy that surrounds persons in the military and veterans. And bottom line, we are all touched and affected by it. So having Kevin Hines with us this morning is really a great gift because Kevin has personal experience, a suicide attempt at age 18, and you know he survived because he joins us this morning to have this important conversation. Kevin Hines, good morning, and thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. I'm so glad to be with you. It's good It's good to be on the show. Well, it's good to have you with us because of the work that you're doing. It's great that you are alive, that you are with us. And that is the story uh, because suicide is such a tragedy. So many lives, too many lives are lost. And yet you are one of the very few people who've been able to survive a suicide attempt from a big jump off the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Yes, I have. And, uh, you know, if you know the stats, you know that anywhere between 2,000 and 3,000 individuals have died off the Golden Gate Bridge. And I I, I give you that number that most people will not recognize uh, because of all the bodies washed away to sea and all the bodies never found because, frankly, this is a gory detail, but they're eaten by fish to the bone. Um, It's a terrifying situation. We have uh, one person dying at the Golden Gate Bridge for the last 40 to 50 years every seven to ten days. Um, and, and it's just it's so sad uh, that, that I almost lost my life there, and it could have been very tragic. Uh, one of 39 individuals to survive the fall. As a matter of fact, I was in the 26th to survive the fall. Uh, but I'm one of only five of those 39 survivors to get to re- regain full physical mobility. And that is a miracle in itself. Um, when I did what I did, um, there was a sequence of events that saved my life. Uh, a woman driving by, for instance, in a red car, saw me go over that bridge. At the moment she saw me go over, she called her friend in the United States Coast Guard who happened to be tied to that unit that pulled me out of the water that day. Before uh, the Coast Guard unit pulled me out of the water, though, uh, a sea lion circled beneath me, keeping me afloat until the Coast Guard boat murmur was heard behind me. The only reason I didn't die that day was A, because of that woman, and B, because of that sea lion. Now, at the hospital, when I was entering the emergency ward, uh, one of the foremost back surgeons on the West Coast was leaving, and he opted to stay and do my surgery, the first and only of its particular kind. He invented it for my back and for my situation. I had shattered my T12, L1, and L2 lower vertebrae into shards and dust and I missed on that day severing severing my spinal cord by two millimeters. So I am very lucky and very blessed to be anywhere, any day. And so I greatly appreciate you having me on the show to talk about uh, surviving suicidal ideation, surviving pain and trauma, and finding a way through the pain to thrive every day. Um, And I think that if I can impart any wisdom on individuals out there who are considering suicide, part of it would would be this. Look, we're mortals. We're all going to die. All of us are going to die. But if you just give it time to change, 
within hard work and dedication to your brain, mind, behavioral, and mental well-being, you can survive this kind of pain. And I, I don't know if you, are, you know this term, but I live with chronic thoughts of suicide. They plague me, but they will never take me. I'll never die by my hands because I will always ask someone around me for help. And I, I, li- I live by – one of my mottos is I need help now and being willing to be vulnerable as a male, being willing to be vulnerable to tell my truth to anyone willing to listen. And when those chronic thoughts come about, I tell anyone around me the truth. So when someone asks me how I'm doing, you know, you know the old saying, when someone asks you how you're doing, everyone says, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm okay. Not me. When I am having a hard mental health day, a bad mental health day, it doesn't matter who I'm around, I'm going to tell you the truth if you ask so that I can keep myself safe. Um, so I've developed self-awareness techniques and self-awareness tools uh, and, and, and a 10-step program to better brain health, which is on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Kevin Hines. Uh, it's on the playlist section called The Art of Wellness. And it's a, it, it's a, um, a 12, step, 12 video, 10-step process to better mind, brain, behavioral, mental well-being. And if you utilize it for six to nine months, people are saying that it's dramatically changing their mental health. And these are common sense tools for better brain health. And they're free. They're for everybody. You know, I see a lot of people hawking these kind of programs and selling them, not me. I believe the populace should have these tips, tools, and tricks to defeat mental illness, brain pain as I call it, uh, because mental illness is too much of a negative connotation of of the word, like someone's mental. Um, and and, And listen, I recognize that I have all the symptoms of bipolar disorder. Uh, so, yes, maybe that, that's what we can call it. But maybe we can just call it brain pain, make it more simple, more accessible, and say that if you fight the pain in spite of the pain, uh, despite of the pain, someday you can thrive and live a, live a great life, even inside the pain. I still live with every symptom I've ever had of bipolar disorder. I still have chronic suicidal thoughts. I still have hallucinations, both auditory and visual. I still have... Many of that skyrocket me into euphoric natural highs that make me do things that are, you know, out of character, uh, rapid, rapid talking, rapid uh, cycling, um, and grandiose thinking. I still crash into dark abysses of depression that lead me to thoughts of, of ending my life. But I never will. And I think that's the resolve that I have and the resiliency I've built up. And that's what I try to teach my audiences all around the world as I travel 200 to 300 days a year sharing my story, helping other people recognize their true value and that they deserve this life until their natural end, never to die by their hands. And one of the things we do in my presentations, um, and I'm a very interactive presenter, so one of the things we do is I'll say, I'm going to say this and you repeat after me. And and, and we're talking about audiences of anywhere between 500 and and 20,000, you know, depends on the day. Um, and I'll say, I will. And then the audience responds in, in unison, loud and, and, and boisterously. I will never, never die, die by my hands. I will. And, and we go along this line of teaching individuals in the audience how to retrain their negative inner critical voice. We all have a negative inner critical voice. We all uh, have that voice that hurts us inside based upon every negative or hurtful thing that's ever been said or done to us. Um, and so helping the audience of any type, uh, adult, youth, um, military, law enforcement, uh, clinician, conference, helping the audience recognize that even those in their ranks, 
right next to them are in pain just like they are, uh, one of the things I do is I, I say, okay, be, uh, when I get through the, the really uh, the meat of the presentation and the, and, the, and the tough stuff, I say, okay, be bold with me right now. If you're in pain right now, please stand. And it takes a minute, especially when you have professionals. They don't want to stand and show each other they're in pain, you know. They don't want anybody to know they're hurting, you know, uh, because even mental health professionals, because there's a stigmatization against those in the mental health field by the mental health field. Uh, because if, you, if you're in the mental health field, you should be mentally healthy. Uh, but there's a lot of people that are hiding their pain. And I say, if you learn one thing from me today and one thing alone, I ask that it be this. Never again silence your pain. Your pain is valid. Your pain is worthy of my time and others. And your pain matters simply because you do. And then I ask them to please be bold if they're in pain stand with me right now. And sometimes I ask them to come stand behind me so the audience can really get a look at how many of us are hurting. Uh, and uh, the one, I, I'll never forget uh, at a high school in Kansas, uh, there was a, there was a, it was a high school of 1,100 people, young folks in the stands or on the, on the gym floor. Uh, it was packed. And I said, if you've ever felt useless in your life, please come stand with me. 320 kids stood behind me. 320 kids out of 1,100. I brought the principal up. I said, isn't this terrifying? He said, yes, it is. I said, well, let's do something about it. And I said to the school, and I talked to their math teachers, I said, I want you guys to quantify when the bullying and hazing stops in the school. I want you to make a survey, and I want you to quantify when kind, compassion, and loving and caring activities go on and and the hazing and bullying stops. Um, and we're working on that right now. And then I give every audience my three tools to better brain health. I give them my art of wellness PowerPoint, which is trainable. I give them my, uh, my wife's, uh, uh, my wife's, uh, suicide prevention, uh, paper, which she wrote with some of the best suicidologists in the field. It's one of the most highly requested in the field. Um, it's actually a parent and, and teacher's guide to suicide prevention. And I give them, uh, a guide to the youtube.com slash Kevin Hines because uh, it's not monetized. Nobody's making money from it. It's a resource of 300 videos, uh, which we put up pretty rapidly, uh, brain, mind, behavioral, mental help. Um, and these are all entertaining health and wellness videos that are fun, engaging, uh, intuitive, creative, um, and they're there for people to help themselves change their lives. And the comments on the YouTube channel I think are right now 100% positive, and they are, there are a lot of them. There's comments on that YouTube channel that say that these or this video or that video helps save their life, help change their life. And so we want to give these resources out for free as opposed to the other organizations that want to give them out and, and sell them. We, we want people to have them immediately. So after I leave every presentation, I hate going to a presentation and leaving nothing behind. Uh, rhetoric with nothing behind does nothing for the rest of the audience for the rest of their lives. So we give them these three resources, um, and people have taken them. And, and uh, some, of the, some of the schools are, 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 are kind enough to their students to, to email them to every single parent, and they all come in one link, and it's really fantastic. If you go to KevinHinesStory.com and you go to the multimedia section and you go to the resources page, you will find those three resources. You can download them. They're yours take them, they will help change your life. 
And that is the reason that you survived that jump. Did you feel that, Kevin, that, oh, no, I shouldn't have done this? Did that occur to you in those split seconds? It was the millisecond my hands left the rail that I had an instant regret for my actions and a 100% recognition that I just made the greatest mistake of my life and it was too late. Um, I, I'm not going to go into the fall or the hit. It, you know, it, 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 it was the most terrifying moment of my entire life. It was, uh, at the time, the most painful moment of my entire life. Um, you know, I always say to people, uh, what is the one thing you want to happen when you find yourself in excruciating physical pain? What do you want that pain to do? And there's always an audible, resounding stop, end, or go away from the audience. And I say, I argue that brain pain is at the very least 300,000 times worse than any physical pain I've ever experienced. You know, and, uh, and I think people, people resonate with that because that's how they feel too. That, that, that even though we deny the brain as a human, as a culture, we deny the brain as being the most important organ in our bodies and, the, and that the brain can become diseased just like every other organ in the body. And I think people, people tend to forget that, that the brain is literally our most important, valuable, and connected organ to all of our other organs. And, and that, and that we, we often forget that, that we need to, 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 to take care of our brain and exercise the brain uh, just like we need to uh, keep safe our other organs. Uh, you know, if, if it's your liver or your kidneys, you know, drinking into oblivion alcohol is not a good thing because it causes liver cirrhosis, liver failure, uh, which is plaguing this nation along with the opioid crisis and suicide. Um, and, 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 and if you need to take care of the brain, that means doing things that keep it in tip-top shape, uh, like meditating, like breathing exercises, like educating yourself about the diagnosis you have so even if you don't believe in it, you can understand how to fight those symptoms. You know, there's all kinds of things we can do to stabilize our brain health, and that's what the art of wellness is about. It's ten steps of common sense tools for better brain health, and what you know. And just so your audience hears it again, you can find that at YouTube.com/slash Kevin Hines, and you can find that at KevinHinesStory.com, uh, the resources page. And I, I, I say it multiple times because I know that for human beings' brains, repetition is the key to to have, to having sticky memories in storytelling that help you remember what you can do to change. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm very lucky that I'm alive today. I'm lucky that I get to exist at all. You know, it, it, there was a time in the hospital where I had pneumonia and I could have died. Um, you know, all of these things occurred and people ask me often, Kevin, do you believe this is your purpose? And I say, I say yes, I, I, I think this is one of my purposes. I believe people have multi, are, are multi-purposed. I don't believe we're on this earth solely for one thing. But I, always, I always get asked, what's my one purpose? But I really believe there's multi-purposes. For example, one of my purposes is to be a loving and, and, and good husband to my wife, Margaret. That's one of my purposes, is to be there for her in all the things she sees and does and, and support her when she's in pain. Uh, one of my purposes is to be the best godfather to my godchildren, Zoe and Judah, that anyone ever could. That's one of my purposes. One of my purposes is to be a good son to my mom and dad. And one of my purposes, maybe the largest, uh, besides my faith, 
one of my purposes is to is to give back as much as I can to people in pain and help them choose life. And we, I feel, are blessed by those multi-purposes and your focus to to really want to be this loving being in in our world to help others to realize they too can survive and overcome this. And it, it's so interesting to hear you say that that pain, the brain pain continues, but you have found ways to deal with that so that that gives the rest of us hope to do so. Because I, we might think it needs to go away, but there's what you are saying. We find ways to deal with it, to live with it, right? Yeah, it, what it is about for me, and I think for many people around the world, is, is having the resolve to survive the pain at any cost. So, so listen, we're all going to be in pain. We're all going to hurt. Some of us, some of us are going to hurt perpetually. So, I mean, not, you know, let's, let's not sugarcoat it. Some of us are in perpetual pain from losses of the loved ones they were so close to, from, from suicides in the family. Um, some of us are in perpetual physical pain, um, and, and that's a whole other animal. But I, I am in constant and, and unending physical pain that is excruciating because of my jump, because of my back pain. I'm in constant physical pain because of a skin disease I developed last year. Um, but it doesn't change my affect. I'm used to it. And so what I've done is I have chosen to survive the pain at, all, at, at any cost. I've chosen to survive the pain, which is why anytime I'm suicidal, I tell someone immediately, um, no matter who they are or where I am or, 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 or how it affects me. Um, and so I have this belief that pain is inevitable. It's going to happen to all of us in varying levels. Suffering is optional, okay? Uh, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. And, and what I mean by that is, is the clinical field has taught us from the moment we enter the first psychiatrist's office that we are suffering with this disease or suffering with that disease, like bipolar, schizophrenia, anxiety, whatever it is. Um, that has been taught to us by our doctors and their terminology, but those people generally don't go through severe mental illness, or at least they're not talking about it. Um, and so this idea that I'm suffering, I completely, um, I completely throw away. I haven't suffered a day in my life. I've been in pain since the day I was born in squalor in a crack motel, but then, and then adopted by a beautiful family. But I have, I, I, I have never suffered a day in my life. And some people would argue, well, what do you mean? You by the definition of the term suffering, by the definition of the word suffering, you have. No, I disagree. It is a matter of perspective. If you choose to thrive, you will thrive. If you choose to fight the pain, you will defeat it. If you choose to survive, you will survive. Now, on the flip side, sometimes, and I really believe this, and, I, and a lot of uh, science backs it up, when people die by suicide, and I hate to say the word committed, I want people to change that language. I, nobody's committing a crime. Nobody committed adultery. I die by suicide just like I would die by any other brain disease, liver, heart, lung, kidney disease. You don't say someone committed liver failure, do you? No. So why would you say someone committed suicide? And so in that, I recognize that people don't necessarily choose suicide like those uh, who don't understand often report in the media. Otherwise, people don't choose suicide. Um, they are often compelled to die by their hands because of an overwhelming urge to do so because of an insurmountable amount of lethal emotional pain. 
my friend Dr. John Draper of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline coined that phrase, lethal emotional pain. And, and, and that's what suicide is. People die by it just like they would die of any other organ disease. But I believe we can, one, once a day, every 24 hours, choose life to be here tomorrow and every day after that. And that is our, that is our, 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 uh, our foundation, the Kevin and Margaret Hines Foundation, found, it, found at kmhinesfoundation.org. Once again, that's kmhinesfoundation.org. That is our conquer keyword. And the conquer keyword uh, stands for conquering your pain, CNQR, courage to talk about your mental health, normalize the conversation, ask the question to someone in pain, are you suicidal or do you have a plan? And R is for recovery, living proof. And we use that to connect. Uh, that is our uh, conquer keyword for the, for the crisis text line. And if you don't feel like calling and having, having a phone conversation, you can utilize the crisis text line and you can text CNQR to 741741. I'll say that again. You can text CNQR to 741741 to the crisis text line and they will be back to you within minutes to help you stay alive. Um, and and, and our, our foundation, the Kevin and Margaret Hines Foundation, once again, at kmhinesfoundation.org, um, you can find a plethora of information uh, about, about what we do. And one of the things we're doing right now is giving scholarships to youth to go to conferences uh, across the country, around the world, um, to, to learn about mental health and brain health and take it back to their schools. One of the things we're doing is we'll be rolling out a program pretty soon to deliver and give free therapy uh, free teletherapy through different online platforms and different apps uh, to uh, young people all over the world who couldn't afford therapy in the first place. So it's going to be a great program, great process. We're rolling it out, uh, and it's going to be uh, live pretty soon. I think we've already given some free therapy to certain test subjects, and, and they're, 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 they're doing better in their mental health. So it's really we know it's working. Uh, folks that can't afford it are going to get the therapy they need, um, from our website, from our, from our, our foundation. And, and you know, I, I think it, and what we're teaching these folks and these young people is that if, if you're, if you're going to get this therapy, the one thing you have to be is honest in therapy. 100% rigorous honesty, and that's what led me to this place I'm in today. By telling the truth about my pain, I can always survive it. You know, and, and let it, I'll be clear, I've had relapses. I landed back in the hospital 12, 12 weeks ago in a psych ward, but remember, I brought myself there. I told my wife I had to be there. I was falling apart at the seams, and I said first, you know what, this is a euphoric, manic episode that will not go away. I'm about to crash into depression. Let's go in the hospital right now and make sure I'm safe. And of course I was. Um, And that's because of that self-awareness practice, and that's because of those 10 steps that that have helped uh, save my life and change my life and people write in to, these, to the videos on YouTube that they're doing the very same for them. So if we can continue to work with, as my wife and I, some of the greatest organizations and foundations in mental brain, mind, and behavioral health, and we can continue collaboration and not co- competition, uh, one of the biggest problems in the mental health field today is an unhealthy source of competition between organizations who want to battle for funding when they should be propping each other up when whoever gets the funding gets it instead of pushing them down and, and being uh, competitive, being negative, or, 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 or hating on the ones who got the funding in the first place, what we should be doing is getting behind them and saying, hey, 
you got the funding this year. How can we service you? How can we help you bolster your funding and do more with it and help more people? Because here's the deal. The suicide rate is not going down. Uh, the suicide rate has gone up in the uh, last two years by the CDC uh, twice, which has never happened before. The mortality rate of human beings has gone down three years in a row. This is something we need to pay attention to right now. This is something our governments need to act on immediately. Every time there's a problem with the budget in America, we cut mental health, which is a mistake. It almost seems like it's on purpose. Um, you know, if we're going to cut the one thing that can save so much money for cost uh, on the American budget, government's budget, that doesn't make any sense. If we reduce the number of people, recidivism, into psych wards, if we reduce the number of homeless on the streets, if we reduce the amount of people going in and out of jails who really should find recovery from their mental pain, um, we could save so much money um, and so many costs across the country of America and around the world, frankly, because this is similar in other countries. Um, yet everywhere we go, they're cutting the suicide prevention and mental health budgets, which makes no sense um, when, if we did that, a, a multitude of costs would be cut and we would save so much money in the long run. But nobody's thinking about the long run in our government. They're just thinking, what's the first thing we can cut that in their mind doesn't matter? Well, it does matter. Those with mental pain do matter. There's a growing number of us. It's overwhelming. The fact that they won't call suicide an epidemic when it is the second leading cause of death in the world in some cases in some very specific stats um, is ridiculous. We need to act on this now or, or we're going to have a, a future that is very bleak with way too many people dying and the mortality rate is going to keep going down for human beings, and that makes me petrified. So I think that if we could find ways, uh, like the resources I have, to help stabilize these folks and get them to safety, and, and not just get them to safety, help them do the work themselves, help them better their own brain, mind, and behavioral health, help them learn what foods are healthy for the brain and what foods aren't healthy for the brain, um, we could do a, 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 a great deal of good and help change a lot of lives. Kevin, you are just so inspirational. I'm sure you hear that all the time. You are such a, a wealth of information and activity. And so let's mention the website again. It's it's for all of us, really. It's for persons who are dealing with the brain pain. If they can hear yeah. this and get this guidance, great. But it's for the rest of us, too, who may not have that kind of pain to know the information so we can also walk as companions and guides and support each other, right? Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Okay, there's two websites I want you to want you to go to where you'll find all the information you need. It's 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 YouTube.com/slash/KevinHines. When you go there, hit subscribe and click the notification bell so that you can see these new videos. And we're putting up educational videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday that are entertaining. They are fun. They are engaging. Um, and 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 we're, and and they're, and they're they're so helpful to people in need. And, and people say that these videos are changing and saving their lives. I'm not owning that. That's what they're saying. Uh, and then there's KM, as in K as in Kevin, M as in Margaret, okay? KM Hines, so H I N E S, foundation.org. KM Hines Foundation.org. If you go to those two websites, you, you'll, you, you can navigate through them and you'll know where to go. And then and finally, if you go to KevinHinesStory.com and you click multimedia, and then from there you click resources, you see my three resources. There is a YouTube guide to how to go through the YouTube channel and find what best fits for you and your mental struggle or, or, or the struggle of your loved one. 
These are tools anyone can use to, to help balance your brain health, and these are stories and videos uh, that are so inspiring they could help change your life. Kevin Hines, again, you are such an inspiration, and I just so appreciate that in the midst of how busy you are and everything that's going on, you have taken this time with us this morning. We're going to reach some people who really aren't in need of it. I've needed to hear much of this myself, so I am trusting that everyone who needs it is going to be hearing it. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. And, uh, and guys, if you need to reach me, also, you can go to KevinHindsStory.com to the message board, and that goes directly to my email. Again, a big thanks for that. Kevin Hines, continue to be well and doing this very important work in our world. Oh, thank you so much.